I've just loved doing it. It's been so fun to put voices to all these characters that I've heard in my head. The word I had the most difficulty pronouncing was Schoenberg, as in Arnold Schoenberg, because I thought it was Schoenberg. Sometimes I would swallow the word like optimism and miss the ism, but I stayed optimistic and I kept going. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet journalist and novelist Radhika Sangani, psychiatrist Dr. Mark Epstein, and best-selling author and speaker Agapi Stasinopoulos. Whether their audiobooks are fiction or nonfiction, each of these authors was inspired by events in their lives. Step into the studio with them to hear what it was like using their own experiences to create and narrate their own audiobooks. Enjoy! Hi, this is Radhika Sangani, author of 30 Things I Love About Myself. I wrote my book because I went on a self-love journey of my own a few years ago. Like Nina, it started in a jail cell. And the whole thing was so positive and, I don't know, helpful and life-changing and all of the good adjectives that I just wanted to share it with other people. And so I hoped that writing this story, it will kind of inspire other readers to go on their own self-love journeys. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun. I've just loved doing it. It's been so fun to put voices to all these characters that I've heard in my head and to work with this team recording the audiobook. I realised I had trouble pronouncing the word reneging. Is that right? (laughs) It's a word I only ever write and never say out loud. I'm proud that I was able to record this audiobook because it's my first time reading an audiobook. And I'm so excited that the listeners will be able to hear all my characters exactly how I've imagined them in my head, especially Rupert. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast someone like Nina Wadia or Mira Sayal from Goodness Gracious Me because I grew up watching them and I think they're hilarious. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was The Midnight Library by Matt Haig, which is read by Carrie Mulligan. She's just an amazing actress, so I loved hearing all her voices. And it's an amazing book that really made me think a lot about life and the choices we make. My favourite place to listen to audiobooks is when I'm lying in bed just before I fall asleep at night. I guess it kind of just reminds me of being a child when I used to listen to like Matilda on my cassette player before going to bed. It's just really comforting. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. Nina did not want to spend her 30th birthday in a prison cell. But unfortunately, it looked like that was exactly what was about to happen. Here we are. The 50-something police officer who'd been in charge of Nina ever since she'd been led into Leicester Police Station with handcuffs around her wrists and mascara down her cheeks stopped abruptly outside a heavy metal door. Not quite the Ritz, but at least you'll be alone. Alone? Nina looked up at him in alarm. No, no. I don't need to be alone. I'll be fine in one of those group cells with the bars. The police officer laughed at Nina's lack of knowledge. Those only exist in America. In Her Majesty's police stations, you get your own cell. This is Dr. Mark Epstein, 
And my book is The Zen of Therapy, Uncovering a Hidden Kindness in Life. Well, I've been a therapist for more than 40 years, and I uh, suddenly had the realization that nobody really knows what I've been doing for all these years. And so I uh, decided for a year to write down to the best of my ability what went on in one session per week that I was picking out, where the influence of Buddhism on my thinking might be seeping into the way I was actually working. I wanted to try to accumulate a record of that in order to see if there was anything worthy to record for posterity. If there was one word to describe my experience in recording the audiobook, it would be humbling, because I had to read over again everything I had written and feel whether it felt true. The word I had the most difficulty pronouncing was Schoenberg, as in Arnold Schoenberg, because I thought it was Schoenberg, but I wanted to do it accurately from the German, which was difficult for me. Well, I really wanted it to be in my voice because the experience of writing about all of the patient encounters, which are very meaningful to me, I was quite worried to let anybody else, you know, have the, the rhythm and the diction and the voice that needed to be mine. So I'm happy that I was able to do it. I love to listen to audiobooks in the car. And the last audiobook I listened to was Jack Kerouac's On the Road, as read by the actor Will Patton, who made the entire book come alive for me. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. I first tried to meditate during the summer of 1973, between my sophomore and junior years of college, when I was working as a research assistant for a cardiologist at Boston City Hospital. This physician, Dr. Herbert Benson, a specialist in the treatment of high blood pressure or hypertension, was the first to publish a scientific paper about the relaxation benefits of transcendental meditation, made popular by the Beatles several years earlier. This is Agapis Tassinopoulos, author of Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Uplift, and Inspire You. I wrote Speaking with Spirit because throughout my life I realized how powerful and real was the connection between the human life and the spiritual life, and that prayer was the bridge to connect these two worlds so that I wasn't feeling alone. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be wonderful. Because in reading the book, I got into a deeper understanding of why I wrote that book. And in speaking it and hearing myself speak it, I myself was experiencing the meaning of the words and the chapters, and the book. Sometimes I would swallow the word like optimism and miss the ism or enthusiasm, but I stayed enthusiastic and optimistic and I kept going. 
I'm proud that I was able to really bring the spirit and the presence as I was reading the book, because the book is so much about coming into your center and your presence and your stillness. And I'm excited that listeners will have that experience. So as they listen to me reading the book, they can come into a greater presence, quietness, and stillness in themselves. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Adele. I find Adele's voice so soulful and connected, and I definitely would have liked her to read Speaking with Spirit. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was my niece's book, Isabella Huffington, called A Map to the Unknown, A Journey Inward. It is her life story and her experience of her health challenges and a concussion and how she went through that journey that led her to become more spiritually connected to herself. I loved it, I cried, I laughed, and I found her way of relating to her story truly unique and exceptional. My favorite place to listen to audiobook is actually when I'm on my treadmill working out or when I'm walking or when I'm on a plane flying. And now listen to a short clip from my audiobook, which I hope you will enjoy. My first spiritual teacher was my mother. As a young girl in Athens, Greece, I remember seeing my mother sitting in our living room drinking tea and eating her favorite biscuits in contemplation. It looked like she was doing nothing, but over time I realized this was her time of spiritual communion. In quiet reflection, she seemed to be drawing upon something deep within herself. She was listening for guidance and direction as she orchestrated various aspects of our lives. This was her form of prayer. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.